binging the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciate it. So yes, happy new year. This is the first episode of the new year. I am so excited. I took like a little mini two-week break. (laughs) So like hopefully your 2022 has been going wonderfully. Mine has been fine. I literally had to take a little bit of break. Normally, I was like, do I normally take a break? I feel like I do at least a week, but this time I was like, "Mm." I feel like we had a lot of back to back to back to back to back to back episodes uh, to round out the end of 2021. And I was just like, I need a break. I need a break from watching things because you guys know December is my month to catch up on things that I didn't watch and didn't really talk about. So I just needed a break from watching things. I also went out of the country, which was very, very stressful. I do not recommend (laughs) going out of the country until at least they update the regulations to get back into the U.S. because it is very, very stressful to be outside of the country and potentially not be able to come back in if you end up with getting COVID. So like... (laughs) Yes, it's very stressful. I I went out of the country twice last year and this last time or once last year, because technically I went out of the country in 2022. It was my first trip that would have been planned in months in advance. So like it was already coming and they changed the regulations from taking the COVID test from three days to one day. And it's just very, very stressful. Even for like, I have my own opinions um, about regulations to get back into the country, especially if you are vaccinated. And I'm sure a lot of people are not going to agree with me, but I just feel like I have very strong opinions about that. So while it was a stressful um, time thinking about, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to come back home? It was still a fun trip. It was well needed. I went to Costa Rica for my friend's birthday. Um, So that's why I was like, it had been planned already months in advance. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was well, a well needed break. So that was like the first week of the new year. And then the second week of the new year, I had just gotten back. I just needed to like transition into <laughs> being, um, post vacation, post like holiday break. So here we are. Um, and the first show that we're discussing is Search Party. And I was trying to remember when Search Party dropped last year, season four, Because this was not, I believe it was still in January, but it was not my first episode of the year. So it was kind of weird starting with Search Party. I feel like it was Bridgerton, maybe. That was one of my first episodes of 2021. So Bridgerton isn't coming out until the spring. Um, And as of now, we will be discussing. (laughs) But you guys know I have strong opinions about that show. So go listen to it if you haven't listened already. But yeah, so we're going to be discussing Search Party this episode. I do have a couple of things that I want to note before we hop into it. um, Just so I can get it out earlier versus later. I did watch Archive 81. So I will be discussing that. I this, this year, I am committing to posting on YouTube. I know something kind of flowed around a little bit, but um, I think this year is the year we're going to do it and potentially starting with Archive 81. So if you've ever wondered what I look like <laughs> while discussing all the things that I watch, make sure you go and subscribe to me on YouTube. So my profile on YouTube is currently binging 
but because it's a new channel, I can't like change the um the backslash part of the address for the profile until like after I get so many subscribers. Granted, I've been uh, I'm using air quotes a YouTuber before, like in the early days, and it used to be so much easier to like be on YouTube, kind of brand yourself, like claim your profile, all that stuff. And now there's just all these things and rules and I'm just like, oh my gosh, do I even want to post on YouTube? <laughs> but we're gonna do it. So make sure you um, find me. I'm hoping if you just search currently binging, my profile will show, but there aren't any videos. So I'm not sure, but yeah. So we're gonna be posting on YouTube this year, potentially starting with Archive 81, which will be next week's um, episode and the thing that I will say because I've been a YouTuber air quotes <laughs> it's so weird I've, it's, I wouldn't even call myself a YouTuber but I was an early YouTube person um, posting on YouTube and my background is, a, is a, at least educationally is in um, TV and film and it takes a lot of work to edit these videos and I'm that's kind of why I kind of got out of it because I'm just one of those perfectionist types of people. So because of that, the podcast, as in anyone who's listening to me on whatever podcast you listen <laughs> to your podcast on, you're going to get the episodes first and there's going to be a delay in the YouTube video going out. So at least a two day delay, but it will still go up in the same week. So that's my warning on that um, as far as YouTube is concerned. So make sure you go find me on YouTube and I'm going to see if I can try to post the link and like the like the notes or the info on this episode. We shall see. But if not, just search for currently binging. Hopefully my profile will show. It will be the same like profile picture as the podcast image is. So like the till blue with the popcorn and like all of that. So anyway. <laughs> That is what I wanted to get out of the way. So let's get into search party. So search party, I I, I always do this. So if you're new, like, I'm sorry, I'll, I got to give my warnings. We're, it's just me. So like, we're going to go all over the place. I'm probably going to repeat myself. There are going to be spoilers for anything related to search party. So all seasons prior to this one will most likely, there will be a spoiler from that. And yeah, so if you're not jiving with any of that, feel free to stop the episode now. But, so, Search Party, you guys know I came late into the game. I think I came in on ep an episode on season three, and I binged the first three seasons. And then, I think I did like a, a recap type of, I don't even want to say recap, because you guys know I don't like to call them recaps, because I just don't feel like I'm genuinely recapping the show. I'm just talking about what I thought about the show. Um... I did like a, a three season type of discussion on Search Party. And then I believe I did season four, which at the end of that one, I cannot remember because you guys thought I don't like to go back and listen. <laughs> like after so much time has passed, I generally don't go back and listen to my podcast episodes. I'll listen to them right after they drop, but I just won't go back and listen to them for whatever reason. And so I cannot remember if I said that I think at the time we didn't know we were getting a season five and I was like, I was okay with how we ended things because it was kind of like the way that we ended was with Dory kind of like we thought she had died, but she didn't and she wakes up in the ambulance and it was kind of like 
kind of one of those endings where you could say, oh, it's kind of like new beginnings that they did one did want to come back with another season. So then we found out that we were getting final season five. And it's kind of like, where where do you go with this? How do you end this? This show, Search Party, every season has been different. You can say every season has been its own genre. Like, they, the surprises are endless. <laughs> every Everything that you would not expect to come from the show comes from the show. And so when you're talking about a final season for a show like this, um, that kind of has like its pulse or I feel like has always since the beginning I kind of talked about this um in my earlier podcast episode I think when I did the three season one um they kind of have like their pulse on the hands of like <laughs> millennials and that side that satire of like what millennial life is and kind of like doing it in a way where a lot of times it gets to the point where you read articles or see articles with millennials are this and why do millennials do that and it's kind of like they're bash you on top of the head all the time especially if you're millennials kind of like okay get over it now there's gen z like <laughs> change the focus whereas this one's kind of in a smart way where you can't help but kind of like laugh at it and so this season <laughs> for this final season now if you listen for a while you know what my genre is not my genre is not horror um and like scary i don't do or in demonic like that all kind of buckets into one um which is kind of what archive 81 kind of gets into but we'll talk about that later um but like that's just not my thing especially zombies i just do not i do not like zombies i don't watch anything with zombies in it like all the walking dead like all that stuff people who are like i love that show i don't understand why it's just not my thing and it's not even that zombies are scary or can fall within horror because a lot of times it's just, it's silly to me. But I just, like the concept of zombies <laughs> just is so ridiculous that I just don't like watching it at all. I can't even explain it further than that. I just don't like zombies. So the fact that you take a show that I genuinely like watching, I think it's hilarious. Like I hands down wrote down this season was probably the most funny of all the seasons, this entire series, like laugh out loud, funny. I was laughing so much. You take a show that I like, genuinely like that I laugh at. You guys know I'm not a comedy girl, don't really like a lot of comedy. And then you layer in something that I just genuinely do not find um, entertaining, zombies, but you still get me to watch it. <laughs> it's hard work, not gonna lie while watching the zombie stuff, I was just like, how do, how do we even get here? And I appreciate that they left all the zombie content for like the last couple of episodes. Cause had it been, how many episodes was it? 10 episodes of zombies. I don't think I could have done it. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that we left it to like the last three, two to three episodes, I'm here for it. So let's talk about this. So we end up, Dory in the beginning kind of explains like she felt essentially when she died for 33 seconds, was it 33 seconds? I wrote it down, 37 seconds. Um, that whole sequence that we were seeing in the previous season where there's like the funeral and all of that, that's essentially what Dory saw when she died. And so when she comes back, she's like enlightened and she's just loving life and she wants to share with the world of course the three crew 
Um, Elliot, Drew, and Portia. Y'all know I love to make up a group nickname. So their nickname is going to be the three crew this episode. But the three crew, they're not here for it. Drew is over it. He's been done and over Dory for a minute now. And so essentially when they show up at the hospital and she's out here talking about enlightenment and living life and seeing things differently, all of that, they're not here for it. Drew's not here for it. And they're like, we're going to commit her. <laughs> and I wrote that down too, because you guys know I'm not, well, I don't know much about committing people, but the 5150, uh, which I meant to Google this because like, or no, I did Google this because we see later on when she breaks out of, um, she was there for six months and then she ends up breaking out because they won't let her out because they think she's crazy which eventually we find out she is based on everything that happens in the end. But she breaks out and I'm like, can you be in trouble? Like, can they legally come after you and like put you in jail or detain you again and put you back in on a 5150 hold? And so I tried to Google it. I didn't do extensive Googling, to be honest. So I didn't really have a finite answer to this. But it kind of it kind of seemed blurry because the fact that she just broke out and just was out here, like on social media, <laughs> and starting businesses and stuff, and no one came after her, I thought it was weird. But you know, what do I know? Um, <laughs> so she breaks out and essentially immediately becomes. I mean, she kind of was already like a social media type of influencer based on everything that had happened earlier in the series with the um, them going to trial and all that. And so she just essentially came back and was like, oh, I died and I, I died for 37 seconds, came back. Now I'm enlightened. This is what I have to say. Everyone's going to follow me. And that's just kind of like essentially the whole vibe for the entire season. But then it's her like essentially or like initially on her own. And then she um, like goes back to her friends and it's kind of like, Essentially, she has to prove to them that she's a, a changed person or not even changed that she's, yeah, that she's changed and that she's not like the self-centered Dory that they know her to be. And so she, they spend the day with her and it was just like so easy to see them kind of melt back into like kind of that whole relationship. And even if you think about this entire season, like the whole, this entire like journey that they've been on started with Dory kind of selfishly fixating on Chantal being missing and then kind of like dragging them all along and then we've seen every season kind of like what the that whole journey has been to then get to this final season she dies for 37 seconds comes back and essentially drags them back into like some type of scenario where it's kind of like this a selfish need for her to fulfill something regardless of the way that she tries to package it and make, and make it seem she's essentially out here like <laughs> destructing lives still and I wrote this down on um I think it was episode nine like after everything plays out and we see um, that the pills or the jelly beans turn people into zombies, which is very unfortunate because, like, there's no coming back from that. Like, you turn to a zombie, you're dead. There is no fix or cure. <laughs> but, like, 
I wrote, they single-handedly cause an apocalypse. Like, this is their fault. But also, specifically, Dory's fault because she convinced, um, what was his name? Um, his name's not Richie. Okay, I'm looking at IMDb because you guys know I have notes and then I also always have IMDb pulled up. And the guy who was blue, what's a blue? Blue light. <laughs> they have him in here as Richie slash idiot, which does not seem right to me. And so I'm like, is that the right person? That doesn't seem right. But anyway, she like essentially forced him. I'm not really forced him because he kind of came up to her and was like, oh, I can try to figure it out myself. But then when the rat escaped and the scientist threw herself out the window, like no one was like, hmm, he did an experiment with a rat. The rat escaped. All of a sudden, the scientist who seemed fine 20 minutes ago just threw herself out the window. Like no one was asking questions. So, <laughs> so um, that was just all super weird and so she was like oh i have the pill she does a whole standoff and like they all escape through the tunnels um escape the like fbi police force whoever the squat the squat the swat team <laughs> with the bags and bags full of pill of jelly beans and then escape back to the hippie compound or not really a compound but like their their house and get ready to take these jelly beans which i have to say elliot while thankfully he switched all the jelly beans except for one, which is unfortunate, but he switched the jelly beans. Like that just proved that essentially it's your thinking and your mindset that like makes you react to certain things versus you needing to take some type of pill to like make you more enlightened or to like to feel a certain way. Like however you feel. Like, whatever you think, whatever you put out in the universe, whatever you say, like, that is what you're going to feel. So if you're constantly feeling like, I'm not good enough and, like, all these things, then that's what you're going to constantly feel like on a day-to-day -day versus if you're, when they have their whole, like, meditation session and Dory is speaking these positive affirmations over them and then they're actually believing these positive affirmations because they believe that they took this jelly bean that was going to change their lives so therefore afterwards they believe that they're in this state of enlightenment and happiness but it's just like no you're in that state of enlightenment and happiness because you changed your mindset to feel more enlightened and happy so I don't know I felt like that was a case in point to prove that like whatever you put out in the universe is what you get back um and you didn't really need a jelly bean to fix your life like there is no one pill fix <laughs> to fix your life um which kind of speaks to like us as a society I, I'm not even gonna just limit it to millennials because it's kind of like millennials Gen Z like all of us who kind of like grew up in the age of instant gratification um which you can even go back to like microwaves <laughs> which is kind of like the same idea um we just instantly want results we want to instantly feel some type of way we're always like seeking outer sources to make ourselves feel better whether it's on social media which is trash and not a good source to turn to if you want to feel better about yourself or about your situation or like anything related to yourself don't turn to social media but we turn to like social media and self-help books and websites and the news which is weird but like some people do and like all these other people to make we're like turn to all these other people and things to make us feel 
better about ourselves versus like looking within, figuring out what the real root issue is that we're trying to overcome and then like changing our mindset like internally to the outside, if that makes sense. Um, So like we're leaning on all these external forces to make ourselves feel better versus leaning on our internal sources to make ourselves feel better. Hopefully that makes sense. But um, yeah, so I feel like that whole like pill thing was kind of like a, um, what's the word, analogy (laughs) into like us trying to make, like seek other things to make us feel good about ourselves, which we kind of do with social media as well. Don't get me started on social media because, you know, I can go for forever on social media. But anyway, Um, so there was that. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, oh, we have like Quinn played by Jeff Goldblum, who is kind of like this big tech billionaire, gajillionaire, who's kind of like sourcing all these things. This is also kind of a plan, like the state of the world today, where we have like these people, like if you look at the percentage of people who like have the money, <laughs> it's very, very small. And like, they're the ones who are kind of like, financing all of these ridiculous things that we don't really necessarily need to like make even more money doesn't really make sense so it's kind of like a play on that of like taking this this idea of enlightenment which is not even really like you can't really package it up and sell it but being like oh this sounds nice this I see people want this idea this seems sellable how can I sell it and make a profit over it like insane this show really makes you like actually think when you like sit down and start talking about it out loud but it's like our world is kind of screwed up guys it really is if you think about it but anyway before I go off on that tangent (laughs) um what else did I want to talk about so there was everyone's turn into oh Chantal let's talk about Chantal because they did this last season too where we see Chantal and we're like, okay, she's here. Clearly there's some storyline around her. And then she shows up like early in the season. We forget about her because like there's a shit ton of other stuff going on. And she kind of pops up a little bit towards like the middle to end. And then she swoops in to save the day somehow <laughs> at the end of it. And so when Chantal pops up, I believe it was episode three. I feel like I wrote it down. I don't think I wrote it down. I thought I wrote it down, but I think she shows up in episode three. It's early in the season and we're like, oh, okay, Chantel's still out there. She's still alive. Don't really understand what her storyline has to do with the overall story, but okay. Forgot about Chantel, forgot she existed until she showed up again and she was with Kathy Griffin, who was like playing this weird kind of like end of times, um, what do you call those people who like have the bunkers and they're just prepared for when the apocalypse comes? Like she's out here with playing one of those people. And you're just like, what does this have to do with anything that was going on in this show at all? And I literally wrote it down um, when she came back. And this is like the hard part of writing notes 
for things like this because there ends up being so many notes and you have to kind of search through okay here we go episode seven book of the wars of the lord and i literally wrote i feel like i asked last season why we were focused on chantal but then it paid off but still this is the second time we've seen her and i forgot we saw her earlier like i literally forgot she that she existed i was really like i'm just gonna trust the process and her purpose will be revealed <laughs> later in the season and essentially it was because she's the one who ends up coming in and swooping and helping save um dory and crew when during like the whole zombie apocalypse, cause she's prepared with this bunker uh, that she's inherited from her wife of like a day who died of weird circumstances that we're not even gonna talk about. Cause like, <laughs> why? <laughs> but she ends up coming in and saving the day um, and like giving them a place to like bunker down in, which was like, this is literally, this is literally what Chantel purpose is is to come in and save these people who just literally cannot save themselves like they cause a shit show and then they can't even save themselves so there was that um I thought it was interesting when she um Sean's gonna say Chantal when Dory uh launched her company with Quinn and they're like oh we need to get influencers and um they're going to be the ones to like live stream the whole process and all of that I was just like all of this is just so very relevant because like everything today is influencer heavy like just when you think that influencers are like going to either I don't want to say minimize but kind of like reduce like their influence and no longer be a thing it's just like no every year it's just like grows and grows and grows I, I feel like I was reading an article and one of the influencers which I don't know her name sorry I don't know her name but uh they were saying like she made more money in a year than like some of the top CEOs at some of these big companies so it's just like <laughs> insanity so very very relevant um what else do I want to talk about because you know trying to start the year off right and not have an hour-long episode because you guys know I can do it um yeah um so let's just let's just get down to it i do feel like there was like a gaping question of what happened to quinn um during the zombie apocalypse because like after the the last thing that happened at his um building or at his at the office building when uh dory and crew and the, like the influencers all escaped we didn't see him again and we don't there's no reference to him after that point so not sure what happened to him in, during the zombie apocalypse but uh we do see that jumps in the future and kind of have some like hints to kind of like the life we're kind of living today where you see these zoned off sections all these signs saying like be aware of like zombies and things like that they have like a whole sanitation um area like when you travel from one area to another area you have to get like sanitize and then you have to get your wrist scanned to prove that you're a human so like you could say some of this is similar to kind of like where we are or where we could be going as a society especially with everything that's been going on with covid and like you need to show proof of vaccination and there's like shits tons of hand sanitizer everywhere which like I, it still blows my mind how disgusting people are that they weren't even like fucking washing their hands <laughs> it's like it's just disgusting 
It, it caused a pandemic for people to literally wash their hands and be clean. But, you know, what do I know? Um, and so you have all that um, that is going on, which you can be like, oh, it's kind of similar. And then I didn't even talk about the, the throuple four or quattro. I don't even know what to call it, foursome. <laughs> Or semi-foursome because like Elliot was just trying to do it because he felt left out. But like that whole thing that was going on between like uh, Dory and Portia and Drew was just like <laughs> unnecessary. And it was kind of giving me like vibes of, um, oh my gosh, what was that show? I talked about it. Uh, it stars Nicole Kidman. I believe it's based off of it's a based off a book but the like the whole show where they were like at the resort and like everyone's life was being like they came to the the resort with all these issues and she was like freaking crazy but she essentially was sleeping with the two people who were helping her at the resort you guys know what I'm talking about you're probably screaming that screaming it at me but the name is just not coming to me right now but um, she was sleeping with both of them and but those two were like in their own relationship it was kind of giving me vibes of that and I was just like this is insane but also like why why couldn't I don't know I just didn't really understand the the need of Portia Portia and um Dory's relationship going to that level just because it just didn't, it, it didn't seem like a natural progression based on everything that's happened in the series. But I guess whatever, because even when we come to how we end things, like in the future, Dory and Drew end up getting married. <laughs> and like, no, they, we don't even know if they ever really like talked about that whole period of what happened when Dory was kind of acting like she was kind of like a, um, like a, What's, what's her name? Gwyneth Paltrow. Kind of like a Gwyneth Paltrow type of a vibe Dory was giving all this season. Also, I have to say, some of the outfits, no. But, like, Dory's outfit game, I literally wrote it down. It's like, these outfits are kind of cute. Not gonna lie. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So, she's, like, giving off that Gwyneth Paltrow, um, goop, goop founder, CEO type vibes. <laughs> like, pushing these super out there, like, health health conspiracies and things that just don't make sense but for whatever reason everyone wants to follow it like that's essentially like the, a one sentence summary of this entire season layered with the zombie apocalypse because why not <laughs> I don't think I have anything else to say about this show it was a very very interesting final season I laughed so so much like out loud laughed so, so much. Probably the most of the entire series. And they even got me to watch a zombie apocalypse, which is like really hard to do when you're talking about me. So I want to know what you guys thought about this last season of um, Search Party. Did it live up to your expectations? What were you even expecting? Because honestly, I wouldn't say this not expecting anything. Maybe that's why <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this final season but I want to know what you guys thought did this end how you want it to end let me know and I will talk to you guys in the next episode
that's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Benjamin on Instagram and at Currently Benjamin on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.